Welcome to the Helping Hands podcast with me, Gail Louise Turner. On this podcast, I will be chatting to inspirational people and I will be finding out about their life story, their influences and how they give that extra helping hand every day. If you'd like to follow me, please go to my Facebook, which is Gail Louise Turner or on my Instagram, which is Gail GLT. Each episode of the Helping Hands podcast will be having an accompanying Spotify playlist with my guest musical influences. This can be found under Helping Hands podcast playlist on Spotify. Now it's time to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Helping Hands podcast series with me, Gail Louise Turner. In this episode, series four, episode three, which you can find on Captivate FM. I will be chatting to the inspirational lady, Danielle Hughes, from Cliffvale in Stoke-on-Trent. Danielle has a very positive presence on social media. You can follow her on social media, on TikTok, Twitter and Instagram at Miss Whiskey Girl. Looking forward to interviewing Danielle Hughes today and looking forward to asking her loads of fantastic questions and finding out all about her life story and journey. You can listen to her personal Spotify accompanying music playlist on Spotify if you search for Gail Louise Turner Helping Hands podcast playlist series 4 episode 3 Danielle Hughes in contact via um messenger and you do have um a quite a positive presence on social media and you've done so much already and we will um get through that this morning um and I've already um detailed your social media details on the little bit pre-record that I've already done um but um you have been through a lot and you are such an inspiration um but today you're here to tell your story and your your journey um so I would really like to to ask you what has been your challenges really um you have been through a lot so where just to start your journey then what has been your your main challenges that you'd like to tell the audience today so I am a trans woman um and I started transitioning at the beginning of 2020 so just before the pandemic um and so that's that's been the biggest challenge of, of my life, really. And it didn't just start in twenty twenty; it's 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 been a challenge since childhood. Um, like I initially came out in two thousand and twelve, so it wasn't just like in twenty twenty I started transitioning. It's it's been a long process. That's it's it's been my life basically tra- transitioning. It's been my life to become the person that I am so so you represent that every woman out there and that has been your 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 life's journey and 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 has people supported you on the way pre-transition currently and and and, and the future is is that support been there for you um currently yes um it, it hasn't always been easy uh, especially on my family, when I first came out in 2012, that they they found it really difficult. Um, but we're in a good place now. M- my family are really supportive of me. 
Um, and, and generally, I, I think I've had lots of good support. I know that's not the case for um, everyone. Um, and I, I know like, I'm really lucky in that. And I shouldn't be lucky in that. It should, it should be a, a normal thing. Um, so I, it, it's, it's really important to me to get my story out there um, to try and help people understand um, what it's like to be trans and just try and normalise it. I, th I think, I think normalising it helps so much. So what strategies do you use to normalize um your day-to-day -day life and 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 live and having um uh, you know that gender and and living with that decision to 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 be trans and and have that transition for you? Yeah, I think the best way to normalize it is just to live my life. So I I'll go to gigs, I'll go to the pub, I'll do normal things that Everyone else does. I go to work, I pay bills, and I just that that is the best way of normalising. It's like, yeah, I'm trans, but I'm just the same as everyone else. Um, so, so like when I go to a gig and I go to the pub, I'll always I'll always share that across social media. It's like, this is this is me. I'm happy. I'm I'm having a good time. I'm I'm, I'm not harming anyone. Um, and everybody embraces me as well. Yeah, and 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 to be honest, um, like like I've said in the in the pre-record, you've got such um a positive social media presence, which you know, um, people like me who who love um following you and seeing that positive message going across social media, we need to see that. It's it's great seeing that, and um. And it's really nice. You are such um, a, a girly girl and you see, you know, you've got your nails done, you're wearing your great dresses, your makeup. People want to see that. You've got your gigs and your music. And um, and for me, it's seeing that resilience. You are listening to music and, you, and you, you've got that visible presence in society today. And it's such a, a great thing. And I know you've done a lot with the media um, in the Midlands. And, and I'll go on to that um, a little bit later. But for me, I know, um, um, like you, I like my music. So I I'd like to touch upon um, the Spotify music playlist, um, Danielle, if I may, which you've chosen your five Spotify songs. So the listeners can can go to your five Spotify music choices. Um, if they visit Spotify and search for the Gail Louise Turner Helping Hands podcast playlist, Series three, episode two, Danielle Hughes. Now, by the sounds of it, by us talking, um, I understand that you are a massive fan of first aid kit and um you're going to see them, aren't you, in Sweden? Is that right? Yes. Um so at the beginning of March I'll be here traveling to Sweden. Um and it's a dream for me to to go and see them because they're from Stockholm. Um, so to go to see them in their hometown is, is a massive dream. I've been a fan for such a long time. I've, I've seen them so many times. Um, and in the past year, I've, I've developed a real connection with them um, personally. Um, 
So yeah, the the fact that I'm making this trip to Sweet Sweden now it just just like tops that off. So you've actually chosen two songs by them. So they must be like um, a special band for you. So you've chosen My Silver Lining and Angel. So what? So why have you actually chosen two songs? And what is it about these songs that you that that you um are actually interested in? There's so many of their songs that I I could have chosen. I could have chosen all five of the songs as first aid kit. Um, and so my silver lining, while while it's not my the, the two songs that I've, I've chosen are actually not my favourites, but the the songs with a lot of meaning. So my silver lining um, is probably their their biggest hit. Um, and it's a song that I first heard on the radio that made me a first aid kit fan. Um, and because they've gone on to have such a massive influence on my life and helped me so much, um, I, I, it had to be in there. Um, An Angel. So they released a new album last year and the first single from that album was called Angel. Um, and on the day they released it, uh, the, the, song, the song is about um, being yourself. And that is something that I can really resonate with. Uh, so when they released it, I, I put a tweet out um, just saying how much I can relate to it. And, and that they liked it, and it's not the first time they've liked a, a tweet, so I didn't really think anything of it. Um, but I was actually going to see them live the next day in Halifax. Um, so I was there in the queue, first in the queue, as usual. Um, and Clara, one of the members, so the two sisters, um, Clara and Johanna, Clara came out on her phone, uh, when she finished the call, she turned to me and she said, are you Danielle? Remembering me from the, the tweet that I'd made the day before. Um, so, so we just had a bit of a chat about their music and how their music has helped me so much. Their music was there with me through my hardest times before we transitioned and she got really emotional. And she asked if she could hug me. Oh. So, so, so we had a really nice um, long hug. It was it was a beautiful moment. You you just you just had to be there. Then then during the gig, um, when they played when they performed Angel, Clara said we'd like to dedicate this to Danielle, and and gestured down to me there right at the front. Um, so the, the, they were touring the UK in the autumn um, and I, I went to see them in Manchester and met them both again. Um, and then I went to see them in Liverpool, which was cancelled. Um, we were already in Liverpool at the time, so we just we were just wandering around the city centre and we just happened to bump into them again. Um, so... It just seems like I've I've developed this connection with them, um, which which is really beautiful for it. When an artist means means so much to you, and you 
and then some, some, something like this happens, it just makes it more and more personal. Um, so that that is why Angel is in there. That's so amazing. You've got that connection. That's great. And then you've obviously got that memory and it's and then you can think about it and it's just so, oh, that is so empowering. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's amazing. So now, now, if I'm honest, I've never heard of first aid kit until you've told me. So I'm 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 so glad that you've actually shared that with me. Now, obviously, I've heard of Amy McDonald and um Taylor Swiss. So why have you chosen Life in a Beautiful Light? That is a great track, that one. Amy McDonald. Uh, I'm a huge Amy McDonald fan. Um and she she's like the one artist that I've followed from the very beginning. So like, as, as soon as she launched her career, um I've I've been there as as a massive fan. So um, um so this this is the life was her first song. And then Mr. Rock and Roll, and they're probably her two biggest hits. Um, so, so from then on, I've I've been a huge fan, and again, she's someone I've seen so many times live. I've met her. Um, so, Life in a Beautiful Light. That was an album and a song that was uh, released in two thousand twelve. And that, that was the year that I came out. Um, so it's a song that I've always associated with coming out and transitioning. Um, I also like the symbolism of the song, Life in a Beautiful Light, because since transitioning, it's, it's how I see life now. To me, the world is so much more beautiful. Um, so that, that's, that song for me is really represents that and I've got it tattooed on my arm um, so I've got the lyrics life in a beautiful light um, surrounded by butterflies in trans colours uh, because butterflies are nature's representation of transitioning um, and then I've got the date the 4th or the 5th 20 because that's the date that I started hormones And then your your um final song then you've chosen All Too Well by Taylor Swift. What's your rationale about that one? So Taylor Swift is massive influence on the type of music that I like. Um so she, discovering Taylor Swift introduced me to country music, it introduced me to folk music. Um and and that's that's how I became a fan of First Aid Kit. Um, so there's so many bands that I follow. I follow a lot of uh, UK country heart artists, um, a lot of uh, folk artists, and it, it it all goes back to t- Taylor Swift. I really love Taylor's early work, um, but the song All Too Well is the song that made me a Taylor fan. Um, so I saw her performing in this live at the Grammys. It was around about 2012 as well, 2012, 13, 14. Um, and I, I was just blown away. So then I got 
all her albums and starts to get into her early work and it just completely changed my my taste in music yeah yeah great great well it seems to be quite an important time for you um 2012 2013 there was quite a lot going on for you then it's, it's you seem to have fond memories of um that that, that time well that that was when i came out mm-hmm. um so it was a hard time it, it was really hard coming out um I probably wasn't quite ready for it, or the world wasn't ready. Because when when I went to my um, GP in 2012, um, being trans or gender dysphoria was at the time considered a mental health disorder. Mm -hmm. I was uh, referred to psychiatry. and that that really scared me. Um, my family weren't handling that well. They were trying to be supportive, but I could see they were really struggling with it, and that made it harder for me. I'd not been out as myself in public, and I was so scared about going out in public and what reaction I might get. Um, and that 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 scared me back into hiding. So, so 2013, I just told everyone I'm not not transitioning anymore. I told them it was a phase, even though I knew it wasn't, and I, I just tried to bottle it all all back up again. Um, so I, I'll always be fond of 2012 because that that's that's when. I first came into the world, even though I'd been there and hiding long, long before. But um, it was a really, really tough time as well. And that's the year that you became the woman that you wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is, you know, and that's the most inspirational thing ever. So well done, Danielle. That's that's such a positive story, and and thank you for letting me tell that. That's that's really, really good. Um, so did you get much support off the um, LGBT community? Um, and do you still get that support today? I didn't really um, I didn't really know a lot of the LGBT community back then. Um, it was mainly through online forums. Um, I didn't know anyone locally. So so it was really hard to get any support really it wasn't until like much like like when it started transitioning again in 2020 there was a much bigger community on on twitter and instagram for example that i found and i found really good support from um there's a lot of youtubers as well who, who share their their transitions and I found find that really inspiring, um, and again that that it just normalises you, you. You see them and they're just normal people, um, so so that that really helps seeing that normalisation. Fantastic. So so your story kind of started um, sort of twisting the story slightly when you tweeted 
and that was seen by a very very special person now you tell me this part of the story i'm absolutely delighted by this because it this like one little this one little idea um transitioned into you getting involved in the local community in stoke-on-trent and bbc midlands and bbc stoke and stoke-on-trent live and 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 all this and it's and you know all these um famous people and influential people tell me about this 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 uh, amazing event that that put you in the spotlight in this positive um uh, local community it's absolutely fantastic uh i'm assuming you mean the tweet to hannah hannah hiles yes um so uh me and hannah didn't know each other um so so she's 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 a reporter for the the local paper here in stoke um and um we we didn't know each other so that but we had a lot of like mutuals because of being involved in what what we call stokey twitter um so this is back in early 2001. I was, I, I'd been like transitioning for a year, still finding myself, not, not really feeling that confident yet, partly because of lockdown and I've not been able to get out. Um, and I never worn a dress. Um, and it was something that I, I really wanted to try and do. So, I brought a dress and I um, put a photo up on, on Twitter. Um, and Hannah just happened to see this, even though we weren't following each other. She just happened to see this photo and she decided to comment, um, you should uh, check out Popsy Clothing. Um, so Popsy, a brand uh, that do dresses with pockets. Um, with really uh, quirky prints um, and they got a really um, really good following on social media there's a, there's a Facebook group um, Popsy Clothing Frocks and Friends with I think there's over 30,000 40,000 um, women in this group um, so I checked them out I brought a few dresses I joined this community um, and it was one of the best things that I, I could have done um, because joining a, a community of so many women and being accepted and embraced into this community was the thing that I, I needed um, to be accepted for who I am. As, as a woman and seen as a woman by other women is there's a lot of rhetoric on on social media about women and women's spaces and they're, they're just headlines that scare you so ignore the head ignore the headlines and the facts are that most women are actually inclusive and really supportive and accepting. And, and that's what I found yeah. through this group. And um, from that, me and Hannah have became good friends. Um, and she, um, she interviewed me 
for the local paper, the Sentinel, um, in November 2021 for Trans Awareness Week. Um, and that article was amazing. She, she, she sat with me for four hours um, and she really had to cut down what, what she could include in the article. And it was still a full page. Wow. Uh, article um but the response from that was absolutely amazing um in the first week i had a message from um a teacher um at a local school um and she told me off the back of my article one of her students had been to her to to come out that week and and for me for that for just that happening, it was worth doing the article because I, I, I was worried about putting myself out there and what reception might be. But I, I get messages like that all the time about how me sharing my story and, and being visible helps people. I get a lot of messages from uh, the mums of trans children who are thanking me for helping them to understand their children a bit better. And, and that, that that just means the world. And that, that's why I'm happy to put myself out there. Um, so from, from the article, a couple of like local journalists uh, started following me um, on my social media. Um, I think a few already followed me anyway. Um, and in May last year, um, I was approached by um, uh, Radio Stoke to get involved in a feature they were doing for Pride Month. Um, and that that was amazing. Um, and again, it's, it's getting my story out. It's normalising. Um, and ever since then, um, you keep inviting me back. Wow, um, that's so good. That's, that's, so, so I've been on, I'm a, I'm a regular um, contributor, yes. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know the word for it, um, but I've, I've been on uh, quite a few, few times on, on Radio Stoke now. Brilliant. Uh, and uh, one, um, one, one big feature I did for them was um, when the Lionesses, um, the England women's football team, um, they played at Stoke in September and it was the first game um, since they won the Euros. Um, so I, I'd, I'd been tweeting about them winning the Euros and because the um, presenters uh, followed me, she said, do you fancy coming on the radio and been talking about it? So I thought, okay. Um, so, so we were talking about how ins inspiring they are and... Um, I, like I've got a love hate relationship with football. It's the one, <laughs> thing, the one thing I've and she said um, so that this is a Susan Hanks who uh, who's a presenter on Radio Stoke. She said she's never been to a game at all uh, with the Lionesses playing in Stoke. Why, why don't we go together? Wow! And that really snowballed. 
so that she was presenting her show live from the stadium. Um, I, I was there as, as their guest, um, so I was so I was I had a reporter with me from Radio Stoke who did a bit of filming in my flat beforehand, which went on social media, um, and she was with me all night. Um, I was mic'd up, um, and so so she sat with me watching the game, um, kept asking me questions and doing bit, bits of filming, and then before the game at half-time and at the end, um, I was interviewed by Susan for Radio Stoke. That's so amazing. And I know um, she also uh, um, is associated with, with the BBC Derby, so obviously having that... Um, affiliation to to uh the, the midlands is great obviously because you, you you know you're in that constituency so that's absolutely fantastic so your your story is very inspirational and and obviously um and that's a question for you have you bought your football ticket for for the match in um april at wembley are you going to go and see them because i know it's sold out for the lionesses in um april they've, they've sold out haven't they are you going to go and see them again um not not at the moment um yeah I, I would love to see them again i'd especially love to go and see them in wembley um i've been to wembley before but not for a long time um my, my last time at wembley was seeing a uh, stoke at the fa cup final in 2011 um so i would love to go back and see uh, the lionesses play there um but i, w- I won't go into this one uh, partly financial reasons and yeah. um, freedom as well. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we all need to 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 look at the the cost of living. So that's absolutely um understandable. But I suppose that's a, a future pipe dream. But I've only got a few more moments of your time, unfortunately. But um, so your story now. So um, thinking about it, um, how could you lend an extra helping hand currently and for the future for your for your future plans to help yourself and others telling your story today? How could you do that? Then the best way uh, to, to do that is just carry on what what I'm doing. Um, just just keep putting my story out there. Keep being visible. Keep being positive. Um, it's not it's not easy transitioning. It's a really hard thing to do, but it's also really beautiful. Um, the, the sense of freedom of just being yourself in the world. I wish everyone could. But experience that that sense of freedom that I had. Um, so, so the best thing for me is just, especially with all the all the headlines, which are just that headlines. Um, just just keep being positive, uh, and and being visible is it, the best thing that I can do for me and for others. I think. And I think, like you say, being positive and being yourself is exactly the the, the way to go. So I know people can follow you on social media um, on at Miss Whiskey Girl. So what's your favourite whiskey drink? <laughs> um, my favourite whiskey is um, Laphroaig, uh, Laphroaig 10. Um, yeah. And I'm actually the, the landlady of a square foot of Laphroaig distillery. <laughs> Do you drink? Do you drink that with any um anything with it, or do you just have it pure? Neat. You you only drink whiskey neat. Ah, very good. 
See, I don't like whiskey, so um, you're on your own with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and final question. Let me just think about this one. Oh, yes. So I've seen you this week on social media. Very, very happy wearing your warm winter clothes because I know there's clothes from schools in um, Stoke-on-Trent and Congleton, and, and obviously the roads have been really bad with the snow. So you've been dressing as Enid Blyton uh, for, for good purposes, um, which is fantastic, inspirational. So what's your favourite Enid Blyton book and story? So it's not Enid Blyton. <laughs> um, so Enid is a character from the, um, the TV series Wednesday. Ah, sci-fi. There we go. So uh, Enid is... It's not like I've been dressing as her um we're like kindred spirits so yeah. enid is very girly loves pink loves rainbow colors and as soon as i saw her on screen it's just like that's me i'm exactly like her um so so yeah so i've just i've just been uh, embracing my inner enid ah so uh wednesdays ah oh, that makes sense thank you very much well i knew you liked sci-fi anyway so um so yeah um anything else quickly that you 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 like about sci-fi you've got three minutes left. Um, what do I love about sci-fi? Uh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a massive I'm a massive Doctor Who fan. Oh. Uh, so I love I love like all the all the Marvel films, all the all the superhero films. Um, yeah, just it's just a big part of my life. Sci-fi, uh, fantasy, um. I, I love that because that that's especially like pre pre transition that that their worlds that I can just get lost in and forget about the real world for a bit. Favorite doctor then, and why? Favorite doctor is um, Jodie Whittaker, um, purely because when uh, she was announced as the the doctor, um, was. I'd I'd still not started transitioning and to see even though even though it's not trans, it's breaking down um gender norms. Um so 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 that really really meant a lot to me. Good. I mean I, I was I was very happy to see Jodie in that role. Um and I don't know if you know this, I went to the um Doctor Who Worlds of uh, Wonder Expedition at Liverpool um, Museum, the World Museum, and I was extremely happy when I went there. Um, it was it was a moment in time when they they, they cast the first female Doctor, so um, I was also happy. So thank you for sharing that information and um, your your story um, today, Danielle. I'm so happy to speak to you, and obviously you're 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 getting your story out there. Um, um, and you are um, a role model to those people who have um, transcended and um, I hope you do get to speak to like-minded people who, who are obviously going through the, the same journey as you and um, I hope you do actually get to speak to those people who who, who are going through the same challenges. So I, I do wish you good luck with everything and I hope we can speak again um, in the local pub and, and talk um, more. I hope I hope that can happen. So thank you for spending some time uh, with me this morning and um so um what are you what are you going to do today anything interesting um i'm just going to nip into town and uh, maybe do a bit of shopping um yeah just just a no, no, normal day for me um um so yeah it's, it's been really lovely to chat to you and um thank you for having me on and 
I'd love to catch up in a pub sometime. Thank you very much and have a great morning and I'll speak to you very soon and uh, goodbye for now. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.